Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome to another episode of the Authentic Live Design Podcast, the podcast where we speak about tapping into your most true and authentic self and designing a work life based on your own terms. Today we have a solo episode. I am so excited to be sitting here with you and speaking all about building confidence and getting you started on your own thing. I assume that most of you that either follow this podcast or follow me on Instagram, I know that you have an idea that you want to develop, no matter if it's starting your own blog, starting an artistic project, or even your whole business. I know that you have this idea in mind, but I also know that there are a lot of things standing in your way. I feel like so often people stay in a rut of overthinking, over planning how to start, and As a friend of mine always like to say, it's like doing work around the work, but never really starting. And today we're going to be talking all about that. With this episode, I want to get you started. I want you to understand how important it is to actually just starting to do things and getting out there and overcoming your fears, your limiting beliefs about yourself and just doing it. If you're new to the podcast, hi! Really cool to see you here. My name is Vihra. I am a life design coach, as I like to call it, and a movement facilitator. I help people pretty much get started on their own thing, do the first steps, and start making money by doing what they truly love. Hola! It's been a while since I recorded a solo episode, and for some reason, I am, I am nervous, and I need to break the ice with myself. <laughs> so truly, I'm actually so excited about today's topic because in essence, when we speak about what I do, it's actually just getting people activated on their dreams, on the things that they actually want to do and getting them started. I feel like so often we know what we have to do. We know what are the steps, but we don't want to face the truth of you gotta go out there and start and start somehow and just share yourself because it's not just sharing yourself. You're exposing so much of what you believe in, who you are, what you want to create in the world. And yeah, these are the things that we're going to be talking about today. And I know how hard it is. And I've been working with people for almost a year and a half now. And all of them have had this kind of insecurities about how to start and how to actually put their own projects into the world. Because the scariest thing is not mind mapping everything in your head. It's not having all of these ideas on your notes, on in your journals. It is all about the scary step of actually getting out there and showing this to the world, showing this to your friends, speaking about this, making the first steps. It is terrifying. But I believe that I can change your mindset on that and show you that it's really not as scary as it seems in your head. But before we jump into all of these and really deconstructing where this comes from and how you can actually tackle it in your life, I still want to create a little weekly update and tell you what is being going on behind the podcast, behind everything you see on Instagram. And yeah, just have a little bit of a more personal chit chat. First thing, Beyonce has a new album. How do we feel about that? Mixed feelings, I feel. Let me know how you feel about that. Um, do you care at all? I do. I do, because maybe you know, maybe you don't, but I am a dancer 
And music is what drives me in life and also what drives me when it comes to creating new things, dancing, moving, and also, yeah, just feeling good about myself. And Beyonce is like the person that I believe can get you into feeling good about yourself. So lately in my morning routine, which um, as I shared with you in, I think the last solo episode, was it on morning routines? I think so. I shared with you that my morning routine lately has been very flexible and I pretty much just feel what do I need in the morning and I do that. So the past one week I've been needing Beyonce in the morning (laughs) and I've been jamming to her songs and it feels so crazy how music can actually help you feel good about yourself. I don't know if you resonate with that, but it really helps me and gets me into the mood. Even before sitting here and recording this podcast episode, I danced. Like I moved, I lip synced to a couple of songs (laughs) just so I get into the vibe. So yeah, this was one thing. Um, Another thing also connected with the mornings is that um, I started doing meditations with friends of mine. It's called 21 Days of Abundance Meditation. It's a journey created by Deepak Chopra and I done it um, in 2020. I don't know how, but randomly through a friend, I actually started redoing them again. Um, As I said, it is 21 meditations that you do every day. It has little tasks attached to it and it's all about the topic of abundance. And what abundance is, or at least how I understand it, is exactly this the opposite of living in scarcity from abundance is seeing beyond what's actually in front of your eyes and knowing that there can be so much more into your life, no matter if it's about opportunities or people or um, money as often um, the topic is when it comes to abundance. But yeah, it just stretches your mind so much of what is possible. And I really, really enjoy this process right now. And also because it's done in a group of people, it somehow creates this community feeling that we're all going through this together. And I truly love it. So this is all about my morning routines lately. I would be really curious to know about yours. Do you have a morning routine in summer? Like it's August while I'm recording this podcast episode. So probably your morning routine is just waking up and managing through the day. (laughs) But Let me know. Let me know. I would love to connect. You can find me on Instagram at authentic.lifedesign, by the way. And yeah, I just love the exchange with you over there because yes, it's a solo episode, but I do enjoy a little conversation. What else? As I said, it's August and it's middle of summer and I'm not surfing, which pretty much shows the vibe that I want to create into my life. And constantly there are surf photos there. And then I go on Instagram and they're like, I don't know how many surf videos that I see and it's just, it's hard. But at the same time, this August will be all about dancing for me. I'm going to be going to two dance residencies and really tap more into creation mode, um, moving mode, which I really, really enjoy. So yeah, I guess let's focus on what's there and not complain about what's not there. (laughs) Surf. (laughs) And I guess the last thing that I would love to share as a weekly update is that I am currently adapting major changes that will be coming here at Authentic Life Design just because I decided to finally be me. When you're new in something, no matter what it is, you do consume a lot of what people are doing in this sphere. And I guess for a long time, and I'm going to be like really honest with you, not like I don't feel cool to share this, but it is the truth. 
um, I guess because I wanted to learn how people do this coaching thing online and how people create these things. Um, I was thinking that I need to put myself into a box that really wasn't mine. And I was putting aside dance and movement and so many things that are actually me. And I'm getting much more confidence right now to actually share who I am. And it's funny because don't I speak about authentic life design <laughs> and being authentic in your life? It's a slippery slope though. Like when you're learning actively, um, oftentimes, I don't know, maybe it's my personality. Maybe you are not like me, but it is really easy to actually get into a path that is not exactly yours just because you have so many insecurities about being exactly who you are. And because I'm tapping currently so much into personal branding and how to build your own thing online, it's actually exactly showing all of these things that make you, you, that actually resonate with people. And this is my new goal, to be me and to share all of these different things that I do, I believe in. And I no longer believe that this is going to be a mix that is going to overwhelm you. I believe that, or at least I hope, it's going to empower you to actually just embody all of the things that you are and do all of them and don't think that you have to be just one thing, as we've been speaking a lot about here on these channels it's okay to be multi-passionate, even though many people don't tell you that. <laughs> and I am going to be um, the person to do that, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. So let's get into today's topic. I want to start with actually speaking about what stops people from getting out there and doing things. Because from my sessions, I've seen that pretty much the same things come again and again. And this makes me think that maybe a lot of these things are actually going to be things that you are also struggling with and you don't know how to overcome. The first thing that I always <laughs> see in people is that we think we need more certifications and more knowledge and we're just not expert enough. And if we want to do a particular thing, if, if we want to people to see us as a particular person or whatever, it needs to be really, really good. And we need to incorporate all of this knowledge. And this is part of imposter syndrome, by the way, this kind of feeling that I am not good enough. So I need more certifications and more knowledge. The thing is that more certifications most of the time won't actually give you this feeling of, okay, I got it now. I have it. I can start. Because Confidence is built through doing and through having this kind of experiences of success. It's not built through reading, like this kind of theory that we all learn in university. It's amazing to have it. It just really doesn't help us when it comes to doing something practically. So one way that I actually like to reframe this part is that you are not an expert yet. You are on the journey of becoming an expert, but you... And you can get more certifications on the way. You 100% are going to be getting more knowledge through doing this, through also reading books and just, yeah, soaking up information about what you do. But you got to start. You can't wait for yourself to become an expert because I believe that this is just a mindset perception. There is no reality of, okay, now you've reached this point where you're, you're an expert. It's an inner feeling. And this inner feeling is something that comes from you. So you got to allow yourself to actually think, okay, I guess I'm enough now. I guess I know enough for my start. 
I know enough to just get going. And yes, I'm going to learn on the way. And I'm not an expert yet, but I am an expert in becoming. A simple example from my personal life is that from time to time I teach dance classes. You can't learn to teach dance classes through theory. You gotta do it. Because there is so many things that you can't foresee, you can't predict. And it's just this dynamic that is created in the dance hall or in this particular place with these humans. So you gotta actually not learn how to prepare the class and how to hold the class. You gotta prepare to jump into the unknown and know how to work in this moment and how to be confident in yourself still know that you're giving enough to the people, but also being flexible enough. We're all learning in process. So it's okay to start without being an expert. Because in the end of the day, it's just about helping others, no matter in like, well, like what sphere, is it through services or products? If you're bringing value to people, they won't ask what kind of certifications you have. I like for one and a half years, no one have ever asked me what kind of diploma I have. In university, I studied media and communications. Do people come from for life coaching to me? Yes. Do they ask about my diploma? No. <laughs> so yeah, that's the first thing. You are not an expert yet. The second thing is that they don't know where to start or have no clear plan. So oftentimes people just go in circle. If you don't know where to start, oftentimes you start at all places at the same time. Meaning that maybe you work a little bit on your, let's say, product, if it's a product that you do or your service, and then you start working on the marketing things and then you start speaking with people and then you're like, oh, maybe it's a really good idea to start a podcast. And you just go around the work, as I said, but you never really get out and do it. And here, the thing is that you actually have to start really, really small. It doesn't have to be perfect. We're going to speak about perfectionism too, but you need a clear plan just because it's going to help you put focus in one particular way, like in one particular direction. And there is no right plan. There is no right way to start, to do things. It's just about making a decision and saying, okay, I'm just going to do this one thing and I'm going to do it until, let's say, the end of the month and then just doing it. And this is having a plan and going by your plan. So I believe that things like this can actually help you. Don't try to do all of it at the start. I always like to say, focus on the things that are gonna move the needle for you. What does that mean? Like the task that is really gonna change things. Not the small, I, I was having this thing, by the way, when I was starting that I always like to do the small tasks. Even in my work before, like I always, maybe I had a huge project to work on, a branding thing or a blog post, a series of blog posts. And then I show up to work and I start answering little emails and changing a bit of a graphic there and maybe first do a social media post. And this is really not helping you. This is wasting your time in the end of the day because what is gonna make you feel good about yourself is actually doing the hard, big chunk of a task. <laughs> The other side of not having a plan is to actually have a major plan, have like a crazily good made plan of like 2,300 steps that you need to do. And this often comes from being really perfect in how you're going to do things and how you're going to show up. Having a major plan is really not going to help you because it's just overwhelm you so much that most of the time you're going to freeze 
and you're not going to do anything. So, as I said, keep it simple. The easiest thing is to really keep it simple. I remember that before I started Authentic Life Design, I was having the whole picture of having a community and also the podcast and this type of videos in my profile and this type of services and my website would have done this and this. And it's just so much information that there is no way you're gonna start with all of this. It's just not possible. The easiest thing is to start small, to start with one thing, maybe just release the podcast, maybe just release your website, then make this website super simple, then add something to it. Don't think that you have to have a major plan because having a major plan comes from my next point, which is perfectionism. You don't have to be perfect. And by the way, perfectionism, in my eyes, it's not a positive thing. It's something that keeps you stuck and it keeps you in your rut and you're trying to get everything perfect is pretty much your way to protect yourself from what people are going to say and what people are going to think of you and your work because you're so afraid what they're going to say. And in the end of the day, this is not the most important thing. The most important thing is why you are doing this, why this is important to you and why it finally needs to get out there. And what people are going to say, of course, it is important. It's not easy to face negative comments and negative feedback, but let's face it, there are always going to be people that don't understand what we do. And there are always going to be people that don't exactly get it or have something to say about it. I think one way that I learned to manage this is to actually focus on the positive feedback and focus on all of the people that have given me good testimonials about my work, that they've said that I help them with what I do, that I move them forward. For me, this is important. And if someone doesn't get it, I don't know, in the end of the day, for me, this is less important than knowing that I'm actually bringing value to someone. I've never been a perfectionist. So I don't know if what I'm saying resonates with you and is giving you like clear steps on how to overcome this, but I want you to understand that perfectionism doesn't come from you wanting to be perfect for yourself. It's most of the time this fear of how others are going to see you. And the truth is, the bigger perfectionist you are, the harder it's going to be for you to start things. And this is one thing I learned from design thinking, and I'm just so happy and thankful for it. Design thinking, the whole process, it's teaching you that you don't have to have this kind of perfect final product to bring on the market and then understand that, oh, fuck, it's actually not working. It is about iterating, starting really, really small and then bringing this to the audience and gathering some feedback and iterating on this, then bringing it again, just learning in the start. And when you bring something in the end, the final product, let's call it, it's not something that is going to fail just because it's been tested a couple of times. And in order for you to do that, you got to set perfectionism aside. Like you really can't have this kind of mentality of, okay, let's test, let's iterate a couple of times, but at the same time, be a perfectionist. No, the perfectionist in you would want to have everything done perfectly, wonderfully, in a way that you're going to be proud of yourself. But this is really keeping you stuck. Think about it. Is your perfectionism helping you? Maybe I'm wrong. If it's helping you, that's, that's great. That's cool. I just think that most of the time, perfectionism is there to stop you. Perfectionism is there to keep you stuck. And it's okay to put things that are not 100% ready. Learn to do things on 
70% or 80% and stop cringing when I say that. <laughs> Just put it out. And the last thing I want to mention in this kind of like list of what stops people from getting out there and doing their things is that they are afraid what people will think and say. And this is a huge one. As I said, it's still a huge one for me, just as I shared you like my journey with finally now being more confident to actually share all of the sides that I have, because the reality is that I was hiding them because I was afraid what people were going to say. But the moment where you ask yourself, why am I doing this? What is my mission? What is my ideal vision with that? And is it really so important that someone is going to have a comment on that? I love making my clients in the start of our journey to reflect a lot on why are they doing what they do? What is the huge reason behind this for their lives, for other people, if they're, for example, work with some kind of service or what do they want to change in the world? And in the end of the day, when you always come back to this, what somebody has said is not going to shake you, I promise. And another way that really helps me is I've created something called a confidence bo booster box, which is filled with all of, as I said, testimonials and positive things that people have said about my work. And it is a physical place where I keep these things. And anytime now I feel insecure and I don't know if it's the right thing and am I good enough? Am I bringing value to people? All of these things that come on, they're a part of the process. You're always going to have days where you feel like this and it's not something like bad or you're not doing anything wrong. It's just how humans are. But then I have my confidence booster box and I go there and I open it and I'm like, okay, cool. This always gives me so much energy and love and just motivation to continue on doing what I do. But knowing your why, I think this is the thing that can really fight all of these negative comments. Also think about how you would react if you see that someone has started their own thing. Are you supporting projects of your friends? Because I knew that for myself, anytime I see someone doing something, I was very happy for them and I would always cheer them up. And if someone, you know, they say in life, give what you want to receive. And if I am receiving a negative comment or someone trying to like pull me down, I really don't have respect for you. Sorry. <laughs> But as I said, this comes with time. The first thing is fill your own cup with confidence. Know why you're doing this and how important is this for you. Gather all of the positive feedback and all of the people that love you for doing what you do. And the rest won't be so important. So what is the mindset that I actually want you to implement and adapt from here in order to get yourself moving? One rule that I live by, and you probably can hear it in every podcast episode that I record, is done is better than perfect. I really want you to stop wanting things to be perfect. I, don't, I want you to stop waiting about the perfect moment to do something, maybe um, no matter if it's like a transitional thing in your life or just getting out there and doing something, the perfect moment doesn't exist. It's never going to be a perfect moment. You create the mindset of the perfect moment. I don't believe that this is an outer situation. And done is better than perfect pretty much for me means that it is good enough to get out. It is good enough. I will be learning on the process and yeah, just failing forward. This is another rule of design thinking, fail forward. This actually brings me into the second one. Understand that failing is just a learning process. Unfortunately, 
from our educational system, we are biased to think that failing is something bad. However, I started to believe that failing is just a way to learn, to learn by doing. You do something, you, let's say you fail, whatever that would mean. It's like also failure is how you see a particular situation. It's not the true reality. However, let's say you fail, but you gather a feedback, you understand what you've done wrong or how you can improve things. And then you go again and you do it and you're going to do it better. So failing is not something that you have to be afraid of. And oftentimes, by the way, we are not afraid of failing. We have, we are afraid of others seeing us fail, but it's okay. It is human. We all make mistakes. And when you start doing your own thing, you, you can't have it all at the start. You can't not like know everything before you start and really predict every little mistake that you can do. No way. No way you can do that. The one thing that you can work on is truly your mindset and how you start doing things and understanding that it doesn't have to be perfect, understanding that it's okay to fail, holding the space for yourself to actually allow yourself to learn in the process and not be an expert yet, but knowing that you're becoming one through doing these small actions. And the last thing is that you will iterate and change things with time. This is the thing. And this is, by the way, the biggest problem that I have with people doing this kind of major plan in the start. It will never really happen the way you want it. Because in the end of the day, we are humans. We change. We learn new things. We adapt. And change is like a constant in life. There's always going to be things that are changing in your perception of how you could do things. So as an entrepreneur, I really believe that people have to adapt to this idea of change and knowing that your business, your idea, whatever you're putting out in the world is just another iteration of what you do. In a year from now, it's going to be different. In two years from now, it's going to be completely different. And this is something, for example, about your website, how you're going to look online is going to change your Instagram account, the colors that you're going to use, the strategy that you implement, the people that you work with, you're going to niche much more. You're going to understand that your client is maybe a little bit different. Your product can change. Everything will change and is going to be changing in time. And that's why it's just so important to start and to get everything rolling in order for you to be able to get this feedback, to iterate, to start again, to maybe adapt things a little bit more and doing this again and again and again. And in the end of the day, this is the process of you doing your own thing. It's a long process of change and iterations and doing it again and being the human that you are. This is not failing. This is you doing the things, <laughs> just a mindset change. So yes, I've shared a lot of things with you, but okay, Vihra, what do I do? The first thing that I want to share as an actionable step that you can do is actually finding the tiniest little thing that you can do today on the thing that you want to create. Oftentimes we feel like it has to be like a huge step. It has to be this kind of huge dedication, no matter if it's like time wise or money wise or whatever. The truth is that the most important thing is not, let's say the quantity of work that you do, but it's the consistency. It's knowing that every day you do a little. This was at the start something that really helped me feel good about what I'm doing because I was working a job and I was developing my thing on the side. Something that a lot of people do 
before they completely like jump into their own thing. And sometimes you then don't have so much time because you're consumed with like other tasks and there is just so little, little time to work on your own thing. First of all, you got to prioritize this time. You really got to understand that this is something like, like your self-love time or something that is really going to make you feel better about yourself. So you got to prioritize that. Maybe set it like higher on your priority list than some social events, meeting with some people. But know that you got to invest time. And when I'm saying invest time, it doesn't mean four hours every day. It means even just 10 minutes every day. It is about the consistency. It is about every little, every single day, making something little in this direction. Because with time, we are so impatient. And with time, you're going to see how things have developed just because of your consistency. So start small and get consistent. This is the thing. List down all of the small little steps that you can do in order to get yourself going. Don't make a major plan. Don't make a huge like, I don't know, mind map of where things should be. The first actionable steps. Go talk with some people. Ask someone for an advice. Write down a concept that you have. Make an, I don't know, Instagram profile. Whatever it is, it really can take just 20 seconds. But just do it. The next thing is surround yourself with supporting people and environments. This is a huge thing for me. You cannot bloom in a place where you are not nurtured, where your heart is not nurtured, where your ideas and dreams and everything you want to create is not nurtured. So I want you to surround yourself much more with people that are supportive, people that are really believing in you, in your growth, in what you want to create. Start talking about that. And where you feel people have like this kind of resistance and really don't want to say anything or rather say something negative, that's great. It's okay to have friends like this. Sometimes people don't understand this and this is, so, this is fine, but find yourself people to support you. To be really honest, I feel like my main role with coaching is that I am this person for people because oftentimes you don't have these people in your friends' surroundings. You don't have it in your family. Maybe you don't have it even in your co-working space. And I am there to always support you and to remind you what your dream is, to remind you on your vision and to get us exactly going through these small actionable steps together and get you moving, get you confident about what you do. There are also so many places online that you can do this. There are online communities, online co-working spaces, sessions. You can find people that are going to move you forward. I just joined a membership, which is all about people who have their own businesses. Because to be honest, I don't have many friends that understand exactly the type of work that I do. And most of them are in, let's call them normal jobs in quotation mark or nine to fives, or they don't do something on their own. So it's really hard sometimes to resonate on the struggles that I have or all of these things that I would need advice on. And now I found an online community where I can talk about these things and still have support and not thinking, oh my God, my friends suck because they don't suck. It's just like a different topic that we speak on. And yeah, you can find these communities online. And the most important thing there is to don't be shy to reach out to people. Don't be shy to ask questions. Don't, don't be shy to just hop on calls with someone. People generally want to help you. People generally would be 
will be ready to give you a helping hand and just navigate you in a particular topic, share their experience. I love doing that. And I, by the way, do this every, I don't know, two weeks, someone connects with me and is like, hey, can I ask you about how you started? Or I love to share my journey because I know it's bringing others forward. So don't be shy to ask, don't be shy to connect with someone. It's never gonna be as like bad as you imagine in your head. Another thing, make a vision board. <laughs> you know I work with vision boards, but I want you to start dreaming and visualizing where you want to be and connecting with this daily. Maybe you can't afford to spend time on a little step every day, which I actually highly doubt, but let's say you can't. One thing you can create is place where you can connect with your vision and at least consistently connect with where you want to be. This is going to help you make decisions easier. This is always going to help you navigate where your focus is and what you want to be in a couple of months, couple of years. So maybe this is a thing. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I am really feeling so passionate about this topic because actually doing the thing is going to move you so much faster forward. The last thing that I actually want to end this podcast episode on is the quote that confidence is built on experiences of success. In order for you to get going, you gotta feel confident in yourself. Self-doubt is something that I didn't mention before, but it is something that is always going to stand on your way. And one way that you can tackle that is starting more and more, seeing all of the reasons why you're actually so cool and so amazing and starting to really be confident because no matter how old you are, you've already overcome so much in your life. You have so many strengths and nothing is ever the end of the world. Stop thinking like building this kind of worst case scenarios. Oh my God, what will people going to say? What? Stop overthinking it. Most of the time, it's not going to be as negative as you imagine it to be, just because we are wired to always think about the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario never happens. It's just your mind trying to protect you, which is cool and amazing, but we are not in danger. <laughs> we are just trying to create our own thing. Yes, that's it. Confidence is built on experiences of success. Start seeing your successes and that's exactly why I want you to create small actionable steps and do them because this already gives you this feeling of success because you've done something little, even if it's little, your brain translates this as I succeeded. I wanted to do this and I did it and I succeeded. Truly, I want you to become your own cheerleader, your biggest cheerleader. And I always make this joke with the people that I work with that I am their biggest cheerleader in the moment that we work together, but I want you to, I want to teach you how to become this for yourself because with time I became my biggest cheerleader because I needed it. I can't move forward if I'm not supportive of myself and I constantly put myself down and I think I haven't done enough or I haven't done something good enough. This can't work. You got to have a positive relationship with yourself. And this starts with building confidence, seeing why you are such an amazing person and tapping into the why, the why and the importance of why you want to do particular things for yourself, for your environment, for the world. And it's not about us wanting to change the world. It's just about the little, the little tiniest change we want to bring to 
someone's life or a community or a particular country. I don't know. That's it. I'm going to stop <coughs> talking now before I lose my voice. But thank you so much for being here. I truly hope that this have inspired you to move forward. If this is the case, please let me know. Please write me on Instagram and tell me what helped you most. Tell me what are some things that you've now managed to do, some little steps. And I will see you in the next podcast episode. Mwah! Love you. Thank you that you're here spending this time with me. Before you continue with your day, think about the opportunity of actually working with someone towards your goals. I still have one-on-one -on -one private coaching spots open. I also have Kickstart Your Business, my 12-week coaching program to actually get you started and do these things, put it out there and really give it a form, like having an actual business or working project in the end of these 12 weeks. So no matter what of these resonates with you, I would love to jump into a clarity call with you, tell you a little bit more of the structure and the way that I'm working, but I would love to get you moving on your goals. So don't be scared and DM me on Instagram and let's connect. Mwah.